0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hello everyone, and welcome to uh, Your totally Prize was always Cool: a podcast with a dark secret. I'm Ashley and I'm joined as always by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey hi, we got Luke with us. Well
2: you see, I've got a bit of a conundrum in front of me because I have two different scenes I could quote for a dumb bit at the start of this show. Okay? And it just seems like I'm at a crossroads. There's merits to each because on one hand... I could do the song James sings, and that'd be funny, but I did just do a song last time.
3: Now, I, um, I must say, it appears you've yeah. chosen your path. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just thinking through these two different choices. I've got two different options and one smoked cheese pig. I'm throwing your smoked cheese pig in the fire. It's gone. <laughs> you can't have it anymore. Because on the other hand, I could talk about cream corn and how sometimes...
2: Things can happen. Just I like forgot about that. the creamed corn. How do
3: you forget about the creamed corn?
1: How do you forget <laughs> about the creamed corn?
3: I was too busy. I was too busy looking at Breath of the Wild age regression. David Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about his creamed corn
2: Would it shock you to learn that little boy Is David Lynch's son (laughs) No he's a
3: clone (laughs) I'm so loud I can hear me Through (laughs) Ashley Okay I gotta bring it down a little bit Listen We're gonna get rowdy
1: on this one I feel like this is gonna be an interesting ep yeah. <laughs> because you haven't said haven't shit yet. Said shit
3: yet. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, I see. Uh-oh.
3: <laughs> Luke, what have you done this week?
2: <laughs> well, uh, we were talking about Pokemon Legends last time. I did get that uh, because I'm finally not trapped at work. Yeah. Um, that game's fun. It's neat. I like uh, neat. running around throwing Pokeballs at people. Yeah, I'm taking my time. Yeah, same, same. I haven't I'm, played it in a couple days. I need to yeah, get back to it. But I'm not um, super worried about it. Yeah, I, the, I'm only worried about it insofar as Chelsea is also playing it. I'm like, well, you got that Oh, fuck,
3: I gotta get back in there. You got I all this get cool get shit. Guy. I gotta get the guys. I gotta get that guy. Uh, but yeah, it's it's fun. Um, I, How far are you? Uh, I can go to the second area now.
2: Okay, I am in the second area, but I have not done like the first story thing there. I've just yeah, run around. I, I, and- I
3: have access to the second zone,
2: but yeah, I have not yeah.
3: run around it yet. I was, I was, I had to go catch a shiny ponyta first. Oh shit! You got a shiny ponyta? Yeah, it's a quest. You should go back to the village and pick everything up. Uh, it's on the it's on the professor's chalkboard.
2: Okay, I think I picked that quest up. I just haven't done it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Free free Damn. shiny ponyta. Shit!
3: Yeah. Yeah,
2: you gotta have Tal's it. one that actually has a good shiny. It's like Blue Fire, right? It's Blue Fire. Yeah, most of the shinies look like dog shit. Yup. They're just puke green for reasons I don't understand. Yeah, there's a lot of bad shinies. A lot of bad shinies. Um, but yeah, that's been a good time. I also, uh, yesterday and today, started getting back into Hitman 3 a little bit. I've been right. thinking about playing some Hitman. They added that um, elusive target arcade mode. So, yeah, basically what it is, it's a cross between elusive targets and escalation contracts. So, they, they've they got three of them set up right now, and what it is, they're, like, a chain of elusive target missions. Uh, each one of them has, like, a special condition on it. Like, the one I did today was, um, it was an elusive target on the British Manor level, and you had to kill him. And you also had to hide everybody that you found uh, in sure. order to beat the level um, those are the only stipulations uh, if you it, it's elusive target rules so you can run around the level as much as you want restart as much as you want you can't save and you can't restart once you've completed a mission objective and if you lose mm. you are locked out of trying again for 12 hours
0: so oh, it's not tw- a okay, full like okay. uh,
2: yeah, it's not like the the normal elusive target where you're just donezo until it like circles back around in a year, but it is yeah like come back tomorrow if you want to try this again. Um, so then I beat that one and it gave me like it you know went down the chain. Here's a different elusive target on a different map. Once again, you have to hide all the bodies, and also this time uh, you can't shoot anybody. Ooh. and then uh huh uh-huh, uh and then I did that one and I got you know a third one can't shoot anybody have to hide the bodies. If a camera spots you, you have two minutes to, com- to finish the level or you get a game over.
3: <laughs> Jeez.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, that's been real fun. Um, they're adding a roguelike mode to that game. Did you see that? No, what? Yeah. Yeah, they're just gonna, like, at some point this year, they're releasing a mode that is literally just... They will give you a random loadout, dump you into a level with a contract... You have to beat it and then you go back to a safe house and like make choices like a limited set of choices on what loadout you get to bring onto the next contract. Okay. Yeah, it's it's kind of neat. I'm I'm curious to see how it works.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Turns out Hitman is a pretty good video game. I don't know if we've ever mentioned that on here. No, never. We didn't do, like, streams of it last year because it was so good.
2: Yeah, we didn't stream a lot of Hitman races where it was a really fun time, but then I fucked up a couple times real bad and got very salty and needed to step away from them because I was ruining my own fun in addition to everyone else's. Is that what happened? I'm better video games than this! You don't understand! I I don't even remember that part. I think you were very quiet about this. I didn't have a meltdown on stream or anything, but, like, internally, I'm like... You know. I'm sorry I beat your ass, hit, man. <laughs> I have no one to play but myself. <laughs> you do not understand, I was practicing this mission before we started streaming. I five-star fast <laughs> silent assassin. You got to believe me. <laughs> it, it was, was close. close. <laughs> yeah. It really was close, though. <laughs> <laughs>
3: No, oh. <laughs> I posted. I posted, an, according to our rules, when we went to Dartmoor, I posted a negative time. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Hitman. Hitman.
2: Great game. Fantastic game. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Ashley. Um. So I haven't played any more Pokemon uh, but I do definitely want to get back to it. I've watched uh some more movies. I watched the I forgot if I mentioned it last time, but the 2016 Ghostbusters: Oh yeah, yeah, I believe you did. yes yeah um and i I watch BMX bandits uh this uh this week.
2: can't yeah. believe they did an edgy remake of the bicycle thieves <laughs> all
1: right all right that's that's a joke <laughs> just for Ashley. Yeah, no, and I enjoyed it, so... Um, But it's an, like, Australian teen movie uh, known for uh, having uh, the first role of Nicole Kidman in it. Okay. Who just has the largest, curliest hair possible. Huh. Interesting.
0: Interesting.
1: but yeah it's just about kids who love b m x bikes well hey it, it takes place in an alternate world where b m x bikes uh took over australian youth <laughs> okay okay mad max but bikes <laughs> yeah um but also a normal city <laughs> still um yeah it's fun it it there's really nothing going on in it that is like amazing. It's right, just right. a really stupid kids movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um but I enjoyed uh, I also uh for $15 got a watch Dog's Legion. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. <laughs> How's sl- that you Um Listen, you yeah, I I've talked about it before. I have always I Watch Dogs 2 is one of my favorite games of all time. Right, yeah, yeah. Um and I was looking forward to the next one and then it came out and a lot of people I trust <laughs> were like, eh. uh-huh. Famously,
3: Jackson got a transphobe taken out of the game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> On accident. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um but I don't think I actually knew that.
2: Oh yeah, it was one of the, the radio radio had some. Had oh some yes, turf. yes, 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 well, <laughs> yes. They had an actual British like radio personality in there, and it's a British radio personality. So you ninety yeah. percent chance they yeah, said some I, awful I, I, shit I about. I was just gonna
1: say like ninety percent sure that every British person. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it's a whole island full of them. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You just can't. You just can't trust anybody over there.
3: Sorry to all our uh, all our British listeners, but I don't trust I you like until you know prove yourself otherwise. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Listen, it sucks yeah. It sucks <laughs> Um But Yeah, so I Just wanted to try it out Uh, and you know, was curious about all the stuff And how it treats Um All the different ways things go hmm I th- I think I'm gonna write something about Watch Dogs 2 And Watch Dogs Legion Okay, yeah. Sure. Uh just because I'm like interested I like I have thoughts. Sure. And I've al- I've always had thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> but I compete with playing some of Watch Dogs Legion even like the little bits I've played. It 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 makes me think the more. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Um you know, and the whole big thing with it is you can Uh, Like the recruit anyone, uh, which and that combined with it taking place in like the actual kind of like future and not just like five minutes in the future, right? Kind of fucks up what I love about that game. Oh sure, which is you know well written characters and uh, like actual good satire. Right, right. Of modern tech companies. Yeah. Yeah,
2: everything I saw about Legion just seemed like they, like, on a writing level and a game level, just kind of didn't seem like they knew what they wanted that game to be.
1: Yeah, it it sounded like someone came up with the idea of the Recruit Anyone. Yes. And I can see how that makes sense for a game where you're, like, forming a resistance.
2: Yeah, I can see how, like, some... Game designers like prototype that recruit anyone system and then they just never found a good way to like build a
1: game around it, yeah. Or like, or even like, oh, you know what, this would be perfect for Watch Dogs, the game where the main thing you do is just use a cell phone, right? Right, right. Like, I see how they got from like A to B to C, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the part but also, the, the moment where I was like,
2: uh oh, this might be bad. Is, you know, they have this whole thing, like, yeah, you're building a resistance of, like, you know, underground hackers that are fighting the oppressive government, and you can recruit anybody. For instance, here's this kooky grandma. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, like, they now give you the kooky grandma as, like, a free, like, download. Uh Uh-huh. And... Yeah, like, that's... And, like, even a little bit in, you can definitely, like, see, like, okay, this is this type of character. Like, this character is, like, obviously meant to, like, be a serious one that you, like, would play in cutscenes. Right, right. (laughs) And this is a kooky one. Uh Uh-huh. Um. Which is unfortunate for them, because one of the kooky ones that gave gave me was a, like... 56-year-old, like, union man football hooligan.
0: <laughs> hmm.
1: Okay. And I was like, well, I'm gonna play him. <laughs> 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 That's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> um. And it is fun, like, to, like, just see all of the weird, like, characters that you can, like, kind of come up with in style. Yeah. Uh, The fashion in that game is great. There's, like, 15 fucking fake stores. Um, and so if you love dress up like I do That's great
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, You can also give everyone Like individual masks And of course I love that <laughs> sure. Who doesn't um, And Yeah but like It's it, like I, Yeah it just fucks up on so many of like The fundamental things mm-hmm. That like There's a difference between like In the first game you're fighting like Fake Facebook and fake Google Right And in this it's like Oh this is like A company that's developed but Developed like High level AIs
2: Yeah oh sure I see what you're saying
1: Yeah 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 And like this is a company that like develops You know holograms Right And the difference also is, you know, because of the recruit, everyone you can also recruit people who maybe wouldn't necessarily j- usually join a uh, underground, you know, group that's like railing against a police state.
2: Yeah, to say, yeah, the the super police like,
1: officers.
2: <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, like the the fancy sci-fi tech stuff is being juxtaposed with. Yeah, they also want it to be about like police militarization and ain't that scary and like wow look at this makes you think don't
1: it yeah but also you can you know recruit police members uh huh yeah yeah. and so that leads to this point yes well so yeah it leads to and you can recruit even some of the bad cops (gasps)
0: Yeah, I, I
1: found, like, a fucking sign that's, like, at a, like, one of their protests of, like, no, uh, no more violent cops Which I feel it just kind of encompasses everything <sighs> Yeah, yeah, cause, also, that game came out in 2020,
2: a year where you could look out your window and fucking see yeah. A more yes. interesting conversation happening than what that game was trying to have
1: And, like, in the middle of Brexit Yeah, yeah Um... And so, like... Yeah, it it just all is a bummer. And, like, the villains need to be so over-the-top bad guys that everyone can agree that they're bad.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Which... And, you know, I love Watch Dogs 2. It's not a perfect game or, like, even... I don't think it nails a lot of the stuff it tries. No, sure. Um... And even its, like, criticisms of Facebook and Google-style companies, uh, I, you know, personally, to my politics, it doesn't go far enough. Right, right. But it's, like, a point of view. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. It's, like, a point of view that I feel like you can, like, that, like, people are going to agree and disagree with. Mm Mm-hmm. By just, like, making the bad guys, like, scary stormtroopers with not really a lot of, like, like, our only goal is to beat people up. Like, just regardless of who they are. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. It becomes, like, well, obviously we gotta fight those people rather than, like... There's, like, there are people who are, if not full, like, you know, full-blown, like, Elon Musk simps for companies, like... Yeah. No, yeah, I'll I'll sign away all of my personal data. Like, why should I care?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And, yeah, for it just to go that way is a bummer. Yeah, that that sucks. Um, but... I don't know. I'm having fun playing it. I guess. <laughs> yeah, sure. I am. I am. But look, uh, at the end of the day, yeah. If you can, sometimes you just want to like shoot some dudes. Yeah, I'm shooting some dudes, uh, dressing people up, uh, accidentally punching people because I still I forgot the what the punch button was. For sure. A sec. Um. And yeah. That's all fun. They ad- they they apparently added like an actual like a in canon assassin from Assassin's Creed in it.
3: All right, yeah, yeah, you know, normal. That makes normal.
1: sense. Uh, and you can pay money and then and pay as either iconic agent Pierce. <laughs> ah. Now, I do they call him iconic agent
2: Pierce? You, I don't think so.
0: Okay,
1: good. <clears throat> My,
0: my, my. I don't
2: want them trying to reclaim like the ironic no. use of Re-claiming iconic.
1: There. There. <laughs> 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 no, I'm using iconic as a slur. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, you can get Aiden Pierce's hat in the second one and I feel like that one could have pulled off calling it Aiden Pierce's iconic cap. Right. But uh, this one can't. Yeah. Uh, and then you can also play as Wrench, who I fucking love Wrench mm-hmm. uh, and would play as him. But also, uh, someone else before, way before me pointed out that, hey, it's weird that you have the protagonist of the first game and the white co, you know, like, friend of the black lead of the second game. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Molly. What? What have you been? Do- oh, you already you already said what you have to. <laughs> did I? <laughs> Didn't you talk about Pokemon? Yeah, I did. I mean, if you
3: have more, I, I want to hear. Uh, what? I feel like I've done stuff. I Feel like I've done stuff. Listen, I've had a weird day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. Oh, Anna Borba bought Elden Ring for me. Thank you, Anna Borba. <laughs> So I'm ready to go when that happens.
2: Yeah, very excited for that in a couple weeks. Yeah.
3: Um, let me you move that to my favorite so I don't forget. Um There's a new Apex season that I need to play. Uh
1: that I'm they, I saw they added a new lady.
3: Yeah, they did, but I don't I don't care.
1: <laughs> okay. I, I don't fucking care about that part.
3: It's just they they put Fuse in, who's who's the funny Australian explosions man. Um okay. I, I actually do like him a lot. Um, but now they've added his uh probably not actual ex, but his his ex wife. Who is the new girl. That's mm-hmm. that's basically the relationship happening there, and I just don't care. Okay. But I bet she does something. She she has cool uh abilities, so yes, I will get her, but I don't care. Sure. Um but yeah, I I I need to play more Apex Legends. I have been so swamped with everything in my life right now that I've barely done yeah. anything. Yeah, that's uh, yeah uh-huh. relatable. <laughs> we're all we're so close to being done. We're so close to being once done. Fe- once February is over, I'll be able to breathe. <laughs> yeah, probably, maybe. Uh-huh. I hope that'll be great. I love breathing. Uh, I guess the other thing I did play was uh, was Sleeping Dogs, but I'm I have a podcast for that. I I will be doing I, a podcast on that.
2: I have never played Sleeping Dogs. I think I own it because it was on sale for like two dollars at some point. I think I think I might need to hey, download that. Yeah, uh huh. Just go play Sleeping Dogs. It's pretty good.
3: I, 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 I need to play Sleeping Dogs. I think, I think you have a couple weeks before any other uh, good game comes out, and yeah. <laughs> you got time to play Sleeping Dogs. Yeah.
1: You see, <laughs> me and Molly diverged in, you know, two paths in the woods for sleepy dogs and watchy dogs. Oh, sure. I'm gonna... Th- Ashley, I love you. I think Molly might have taken the better path in the woods. Huge W yes. for Molly. <laughs> yeah. No, listen, I, I told her, even, like, as I said, like, I don't like sleeping dogs. Uh-huh. Um, and everyone
3: disowned you immediately. It I was mean, kind yes. of brutal.
1: It c- yes. Um, no, I was like, I'm going to have fun with Watch Dogs. You have picked the way better choice Yeah, to, like, live your life with. (laughs) Oh, um, there was a a
3: Nintendo Switch Direct today, and I'm probably going to play Xenoblade Chronicles 3, even though I hate Xenoblade Chronicles 2.
2: Now, I was around when you were playing Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and I feel like that is at... At most, not a complete picture of your feelings about Xenoblade Chronicles it's 2. It's not,
3: but that game is awful, but... <laughs> but they put me in the video game. They did put you right in there. They put me right they in put, there. They put you twice. They put me in there twice! Wait, what was the second one?
1: Well... I guess the second one is more... It's it's your Eidolon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Epir yeah, and Mithra are just you and Virginia.
2: <laughs>
3: Fuck. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could say that. That might be true. Um, yeah, they really just decided, hey, here's
2: one for all the freaks that like late 90s, early 2000s RPGs. Yeah,
3: what the fuck happened? It was just nothing but <laughs> that or, like, throwbacks to that. I did not expect Live Alive. I'll say that.
2: Yeah, yes. I'm
3: not sure anybody did. I don't even think Live Alive likers were expecting no, Live they weren't. Alive. Live
1: likers. <laughs>
3: Um, shout out to, uh, everybody who wanted Mother 3, um,
1: you're never getting it.
2: Now, at this point, I think expecting it at all ever is a fool's game. Foolish endeavor. But the funniest part to me is the fact that they gave, like, a long trailer to just (laughs) re-releasing the other two Earthbounds. Like... That felt like it was the prelude into something else
3: Because of the way they treated it <laughs> It was the prelude to Mario Strikers Idiot Right <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. I, I, We watched the direct at work And Oh uh, where do you work Um just like at a small company Yeah, yeah. Um But When they Were like saying like You know And now you can play, you know, another game in, like, the mother franchise. Uh Uh-huh. Or, like, in the Earthbound franchise. The guy, like, right across me just went, (gasps) (laughs) 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 And I had to, like, hold back. Yeah. Just fucking dying of laughter. (laughs) I would have
3: pointed and laughed. (laughs) Your life is
2: over. Listen, I get it but also that game has been free to play for over a decade now. Yeah, it's been free buddy. for as
3: long as I've had the internet, man. Yeah, Come on now, if you uh, want to uh, play a- go anyway, play it. Anyway,
2: Kirby Mouthful Mode. Kirby Mouthful Mode. They did just decide that the, the new gimmick to the Kirby game is Kirby's just going to throat a bunch of random shit. Huh? I don't care for it. It's not great. <laughs> um... I feel like Kirby has classically been defined as a character that can eat anything, and that suddenly now there's now a car he can. can't eat.
1: Well a story see, t- we're gonna find out his sucking powers have been limited. Um you see the tires need to be out so he can like drive it. If I were eat, Kirby, I, I would simply fly. swallow the tires to become a tire.
3: That's so true. Yeah. He does that regularly. And then maybe fart out a little tire friend I can ride around on. Yeah. That's yeah. If I was Kirby, that's what I would do.
1: Yeah. Well, you're not Kirby. You guys. Hey, you got me there.
3: I was losing my mind when they were like, "Hey, we put the Ezio collection on the Switch. Hey, we put the Force Unleashed on the Switch."
2: I will admit, I nodded off midway through the. (laughs) (laughs) That
1: was like also when I was like saying like, "Oh yeah, they did like." Have, like, that on the Wii, and, it, like, you were using a lightsaber. It's the
3: weird Wii version Wait,
0: what what? Force
2: <laughs> Unleashed.
3: They're porting
0: it to Switch. There's at least
3: a few people that kind of like the other version of that game.
2: <laughs> they're putting the Wii
0: one on?
3: Yeah, they're putting the Wii one on there. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it was like, well, obviously the thing that we all want to do is, with a, is use a lightsaber.
3: Yeah, I want to do the Qui-Gon people- Jin Darth Maul duel with my buddies. And then people were like,
1: oh, no, actually. <laughs> yeah, it
3: kind of doesn't work how you imagine it would.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of not great. New Wii Sports.
3: New Wii Sports. They're, do- they're doing a Wii Sports. Anyway, uh, we've talked enough about the Nintendo Direct. Da Cinema. Da
2: Cinema. Cinema is happening. About uh, Twin Peaks Episode 10, aka Twin Peaks Episode 9. Aka Twin Peaks season two episode two, AKA Coma. Coma. Uh, I looked at, the episode titles. Come from like when they aired it in Germany, I guess. Just the whatever TV station aired it. There it was like, ah, we should name these right. Let's just write some names down.
3: Yeah, I
0: guess. TV's so weird, dude. dude it's so weird.
3: <laughs> um, yeah. Do you guys want to see how uh, how big my illegally downloaded DVD rip files are? Sure. Check I cut this out? <laughs> Why would I care?
1: <laughs> you think yeah, CBS
3: well. is gonna come after me?
1: <gasps> Look at this
3: compared to my desktop.
2: Oh, I see. What
1: are we? What are we doing? Oh, that's a real tiny <laughs> file. It's, it's tiny a little file. Twin Peaks, but baby. This is, <laughs> when I when you said like file size, I was oh, like, no,
3: no, 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 no. The DVD the DVD files are very small. I think it's like. Hey, I I think it's under like 2 gigs or something.
2: Right, you found a version that Excuse was me, it's originally under 4 gigs. <laughs> you found a version that was originally uploaded to some guy's website in 2002.
3: Well, the th- nobody has the Blu-ray rips. Yeah, nobody has the you Blu-ray. Got a version nobody that's for cares AM. about season 2.
2: <laughs> well, that's true. Also, I think the Blu-rays are relatively new.
3: I, yeah, but they should have been ripped instantly.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say they came out after three season is up three. three. Yeah. That's
3: still like four years ago at this point. Season I could have I could download the batch of season three Blu-rays. They but yeah. nobody wants to put season two up because nobody gives a shit. Which is wrong. Yeah, no. I'm here to we, tell you I've watched two episodes of season two. This is the best television show I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was saying last time there's a lot of
2: great shit in that last episode, but there were parts where I was like Eh, this doesn't quite feel like there's moments where I'm like, mm, I don't know. They completely got it back in this one. If you cut, this is an all
1: time. If you
3: cut the episodes in half, they're better.
1: <laughs> I thought this episode was... Eh. Fascinating. You're, you're
3: an absolute fool.
1: I like. I saw that Like you were like, oh, I'm excited to talk about this. I'm like, really? Because I went to sleep and forgot almost everything in this episode. <gasps> How could you? Yeah, I was watching it the other day to get ready for this. I was like,
2: oh my god, like every good scene I remember from season two is this episode shit. The fucking
3: cinema, Ashley.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've watched the fucking cinema and I don't
3: know if this is it.
2: <laughs> That's true. Ashley is perhaps among us the foremost expert on the cinema.
3: <laughs> the happy generations, Ashley.
1: Yeah, I get, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like. This was an episode where I like had a lot of like, oh, okay, yeah, you're kind of spinning the wheels on this one. Yeah,
2: that's fair, that's fair. Maybe we'll bring you around to it as we dive in. We open on Cooper and Albert at the Great Northern having a breakfast conversation uh, while a barbershop quartet
1: warms up <laughs> behind them.
0: <laughs> what the
1: fuck? <laughs> Maybe this is the problem. Maybe I started too big. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I just saw this opening picture. I'm like... All right, let's fucking go.
2: <laughs> oh. I am now, while I've got this scene paused while we talk about it, I am completely enthralled by this gigantic fucking muffin on their
3: table. Oh, let me, hang on, let me wait for it to zoom back out.
1: Yeah, it's like all the way in the foreground. It is like... Well, it's going to look smaller for you, Molly, because the the p- yeah. picture size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, you know, but it's it is all like relative.
3: bigger than Cooper's fist. How does Albert know that Jacques Renault was killed with a pillow over his face? But not... That is a huge muffin. Uh, not just that. <laughs> but that the guy who did it was wearing gloves. How does he know?
2: Well, uh, I mean, I guess we're just supposed to assume, he, you know, like Cooper, he's got, you know, detective vision. Well, when he I, d- looks well, at the I scene. assume
3: it was something to do with forensics.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. I have, like, maybe he, I, like, Jacques maybe there inhaled was a piece some, of fabric from the... Yeah. Uh... From it in his, like, mouth, like, maybe... Right, or, like,
2: you know, know, no fingerprints, or maybe, like, I don't know, leather residue. I don't think leather
3: leaves residue. All right, well, it doesn't really matter. Anyway.
2: Well, it's like, you know, Pete was, like, shining his shoes, you know? Leland keeps his gloves very well polished. I don't think he does. Just, uh, well, yeah, probably not. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Ah! He's too busy turning into the devil.
2: Yeah, that is true. Uh, Cooper is not interested in talking about murders right now, though. He's interested in giving Albert a history lesson about Tibet. Yes.
3: Um, uh, also, which, Albert tries to tell jokes. Albert
2: does try to tell jokes. I love I, this man. I like Albert in this scene a lot because, like, he's still a dick, but you can tell that he, like, legitimately cares about Cooper. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. You, you start to get to see, like, the Albert that Cooper is, like, friends with. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, like Albert cracks a joke that's, you know,
2: kind of mean-spirited because he's Albert, and Cooper's reaction is like, Oh, hey, you're trying to tell jokes. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's good. Um, but yeah, they are eating so much breakfast food. This is just so much food on this table for two people. I As they it. talk about, um, they're going to have to, uh, you know, go talk to Renette Pulaski. She's finally awake, but so far she's nonverbal, but hopefully they can get something out of her. Yeah. Um, they need to see if she has any information about Bob, who has been seen in Cooper and Sarah's
1: dreams, but not in real life at all. Yeah. Albert is so, like, fucking, like, uh <sighs> I can't believe that
2: this is what we're going with <laughs> yeah you got you got nothing better than you had a scary dream, huh?
1: all right <laughs> um. and like the 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 shook uh mother of the deceased had like an like what could just be like a night terror <laughs> yeah uh-huh uh-huh
2: which that was one thing we didn't talk about uh last time uh in season one. All the surreal shit is exclusively in, like, dreams and visions. The giant taking Cooper's ring is the first time that, like... No, no, this is just supernatural shit. This is not just I had a weird dream.
3: Yeah, that's true. Like, there, there are officially weird
2: spirits and ghosts in this
1: world now. Yeah, we, we noted that the ring actually did disappear, but... Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't, you know, really put a, right. a marker on and it. And you know what? That's That trend's gonna continue into this episode.
3: Uh, which trend is that? I'm sorry.
2: Oh, of uh, supernatural stuff happening. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh-huh.
1: yeah.
2: Uh, but yeah, they're just kind of walking through everything that's happened. Uh, you know, they're like, yeah. you better
1: call this CW because this is supernatural. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Might <My, my> as <laughs> well call
2: this Jughead Jones because it's weird. It's a weirdo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not normal. Cooper doesn't wear a hat. That's true. <laughs> you you always see me with this pie. That's not normal. <laughs> uh
2: but yeah, Albert still has no leads on who actually shot Cooper, which is, you know, what he's in town to solve. But um he does mention the waiter and he's like, Yeah, that guy got nothing. He does not
1: remember anything he, weird about that. He, yeah, Albert obviously not a big fan of the waiter. Yeah, no. Uh, not like us. Truly, truly, <laughs> right. our
3: our uh mainstream audience surrogate happening here. Yeah, it was the right
2: call not to actually show us a scene of Albert interviewing the waiter. Yes,
3: but God, I wish I could have seen it. You could imagine. You could imagine it. It's a I head. can. I can. You can. You can. You can conjure that image anytime you want. I can, but I would still like to see it.
1: Yeah. It's one of the few times I want like a family guy style cutaway gag. I just truly cannot get enough of that fucking waiter.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Gonna make a waiter from Twin Peaks fan cam. Does he make it back in the return?
1: (laughs) No. No, I I, didn't think so. I I didn't think that he was long this world when I saw him. (laughs) I don't know. He could have been like 130 for the return.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> the
1: he oldest man w- to all- ever live. Yeah. Yeah, he he could have been one of those actors that's, like, weirdly old early. Right, right.
2: Or, you know, maybe it's all just makeup and, you know, special effects. We don't know. He's actually a 20-year-old man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> for sure.
2: No, he old man too good for her. Yeah, no, that was, that was an authentic old manning. We must continue, please. We got it. There's so much to get through.
3: Uh, Uh, Do we go from here? Mr. Mr. Earl
2: is missing. Oh, right, yes! Albert mentions that Cooper's old partner, Wyndham Earl, has flown the coop, Coop. Uh, He was committed to an insane asylum, and suddenly he just vanished. Hate it when that happens
1: to guys in insane asylums. That's probably nothing. That'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not going to come up probably later this season. I was going to say, I know both of you have said
2: that... uh, you know, you know basically nothing about this show. Got a feeling you've never heard anybody ever talk about Winda Merle. <laughs> no. I mm-hmm.
3: actually yeah. haven't.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. Okay. No, yeah. This, Luke is saying that oh, okay. this is not necessarily something that people talk about. <laughs> right. With Twin Peaks. I see. When the, People talk about Winda Merle the way
2: that uh, people that are wrong talk about the Matrix sequels. <laughs>
3: I have no idea what you mean. And that like, <laughs> oh no, we just pretend that didn't happen. It sucks. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I see what you're saying now.
2: <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, we get a scary cutaway to um the Asian businessman who I did not check the credits
1: to see if they've given him a name yet. But I, I, get, I I'm also gonna bet did they not didn't. look.
2: Gonna hazard a guess, no.
1: Yeah, also, uh, you know, last time I was talking about how, you know, I know that Twin Peaks is popular in Japan. and Yeah. You know, I, I think we had discussed the popularity in the 90s of uh, Japanese businessman jokes. Yeah, definitely. Um, But these guys are Chinese particularly, so... <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, this- D- just wanted to say, like, I wasn't like... No, sure, and- yeah. Good to clarify we're not conflating... <laughs> <laughs> the yes. chinese
2: character with with japanese characters um, um as far as i know there are no
1: japanese characters yet <laughs> yeah or maybe there will um, be someday who can say who can say but yeah i i really feel like there is like a couple of seconds but uh until like a Regrettable, like, sound chime
0: Yeah Every time
1: this guy's on screen There is a guy in the fucking, like,
2: sound design room With just a, uh, hammer raised over a gong And he is waiting to slam it
1: Yeah Yes And then, like, another guy With, like, a, you know, flute to do some, like, mystical sounds Mm-hmm, mm-hmm but, uh, for now,
2: we cut to Donna, who has, uh, you know, like we saw last week. She, she's, I, Donna's kind of normalized this week. <laughs> That's true, she's, she doesn't have Flora's Corruption TF sunglasses on her this week. Which,
1: that was so, like, confused, like, that was, like, my least favorite part of last week. Yeah. And so the fact that it just kind of disappears, I'm like, well, why did you do it? Yeah. Fair, fair question. It just doesn't seem like they have any idea what Donna's character should be. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Other than, like, teen who is doing investigation but hasn't, like, gone too far in.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Well, she is doing the meals on wheels, so maybe she can't be a hot rude bitch here. That's true. She's got to be nice to this old lady. Yes. Uh, You know, she's also, I
2: mean... This is not an excuse for inconsistent character writing, because I think you're right. But, like, if I'm trying to make sense of it, she is a teenage girl who just lost her best friend less than a week ago. Yeah, like, she's it's, going not, through it. it's not crazy no, yeah. that she would kind of have some, like, not mood swings, but, you know, go through some different, like,
1: yeah personality, and, you know, modes or whatever. And I think the show has done really well at establishing when that is happening, and I, I agree. don't think it's happening here. No, I agree completely. <laughs> It's it's just a little sloppy writing. Uh but
2: yeah, Donna is uh delivering food to Mrs. Tremont who uh was one of the folks on Laura's Meals on Wheels route. Yeah. She is uh an old lady who seems like she just kind of lives in her bed. Uh she's seems sickly, she's
3: coughing a lot. It's very gross, just a wet cough. They ripped her straight out of Willy Wonka.
2: Oh yeah, she is one of Charlie Bucket's grandmas. Mm-hmm. And Charlie Bucket is sitting over in the corner in a little tuxedo (laughs) They got baby David Lynch They got They styled David Lynch's son to look like David Lynch And he just sits and kind of sulks in a corner during this whole scene
1: Yeah, this listen, this scene, great
2: This scene's just perfect, yeah uh yeah, Donna comes in and is like talking to Mrs. Tremont. You know, she's here because she thinks maybe she can find some clues about Laura Palmer. Yeah. She gets interrupted by the little boy whose name is Pierre. Uh I don't, <laughs> I don't think they say that in the episode, but that is. He does, speak, name. French he does speak French later. He, he says French words later. And he just goes, Miss, sometimes things can happen
1: just like, like. this.
2: And snaps his fingers. And then the he goes into
1: the next <laughs> section of the Direct. Well,
2: fuck. Now I'm going to be up way too late editing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Donna gives uh, Mrs. Tremont her food. Uh, sort of lifts the lid off of the plate. And uh, Mrs. Tremont is horrified to see that there is creamed corn on her plate.
1: True. She, she requested no creamed corn. Do you see creamed corn on my plate? But then she do looks you down see again. Cream, yeah. yeah, do you see creamed corn on my plate? No.
2: It's gone, and she looks gone. over at Pierre, who just has He's a handful cream of creamed corn. corn. <laughs> it's the fucking image of like, I can't hold all this
0: milk. <laughs>
1: It really does make it feel like he just, like, he's, like, fucking dashed from The Incredibles, and he just ran over <laughs> it and off. scooped it up. And then he just folds his hands up, and the cream corn is gone. gone.
2: <laughs> and, and Mrs. Trevon explains, oh, yes, my grandson is studying magic. <laughs> Definitely meaning it as if, like, oh, yeah, stage magic. Like, oh, wasn't that a clever little trick? Pretty sure she actually means that, that he is studying the dark arts.
1: It's the best. A little fucking Harry Potter-ass David Lynch. <laughs> Uh, but yeah she tries
2: to ask Mrs. Tremont about Laura Palmer if uh you know she knew her at all and uh, Mrs. Tremont is like no I I don't know her what no <laughs> <I don't- laughs> and Dominic's just <is> like fuck <laughs> had a twin peaks experience for nothing <laughs> <laughs> but also she's clearly lying like she like settles into her bed and just kind of looks away from her. no
1: no I don't know her <laughs> she died you know I'm like yeah, yeah it's this the
2: plot yeah, of the
0: show, show. <laughs>
1: But uh, she
2: does tell Donna, you know, you might want to check in with Mister Harold Smith next door. He was Laura's friend; he might know something.
1: Laura's got a lot of weird friends. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> all over the place.
2: Uh huh. And when she mentions uh, Harold Smith, uh, yeah, that's when Pierre says French. It's like "jeune solitaire" or something like that. It's French for "I am a lonely soul." Okay, yeah, sure.
1: I I yeah, could not uh-huh. make
2: out what he said at all. Well, yeah, I don't speak French.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, until I tur- I turned on subtitle just for this, because I was like, is he, act- like, is he saying nonsense? Is he saying something in English, or is he saying something in a, a foreign language? <laughs> yeah, yeah I just yeah.
3: said speaking French. It didn't bother translating it, so yeah. I just assumed it was uh, not okay. that important. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, then Donna leaves. Uh, I think, oh, yeah, they also mentioned that Harold Smith never leaves his house. He's a shut-in. Uh, but as she's leaving, Pierre just turns to his grandmother and says, She seemed like a nice lady. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Little it's freak. Good to, kid. It's good to, yeah, it's good to know that, like, it's just something inherent in the lynches. That <laughs> they're just a bunch of freaks. Yeah. What's I'm going to these stools, man.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, because then we kept from there to the hospital. Uh, where, yeah, Cooper and Truman are trying to talk to Renette, who, like we said, isn't really speaking. They are tr- they walk in trying to, like, talk very gently, like, hey, Renette, we're here. We just want to ask you some questions. And then they just clank these stools around for way too long oh, trying to me. adjust them properly. Can't get them adjusted. Yeah.
1: I, like, I don't know if I just, like, maybe feeling bad or whatever, but... Yeah. On a different day, I think I would have be been very like charmed by this. This is the exact
3: sure. same thing as the waiter scene. Yeah, it's but like
1: the this is like thing. come to, like come on guys like <laughs> I get it, I get it. Just like and like the things that's like happening aren't like interesting or funny enough for me to be like yeah. Sickos guy about it. Sure, sure. I, it's
2: it's on the spectrum between the waiter scene and the the Andy gets hit in the head scene. It's definitely better than that scene.
3: But uh, I, every I, scene in this episode is better than Andy getting hit the head.
2: Well, yeah, because that might be the worst scene of the show so far. Um,
1: I might have a disagreement with that, but I I I'm trying to remember. Interesting. Well, if you remember, we can we can hash it out.
2: Uh, But yeah, because like the instructions for how to use the stool are written on the bottom of the stool. You know, it's a whole thing. (laughs) Why would it be (laughs) (laughs) stupid? Also, like they're stools. There's no reason they should be having this hard of a time sitting down on them. Just sit on it. Well, okay, no, you know what it is? It's because Cooper has three broken ribs. That's yeah. why he's like pained as he's trying well, to yeah, get himself. Well, yeah, I, into I the figured soul. out why yeah. he was,
3: but the fact that Harry can't figure it out is so funny. I forgot he broke his ribs. I was like, "Why are you acting weird?" Yeah, he. Well, he also he he still sells them in this episode, thankfully, because like at the no, def- when, yeah. when
1: um at the Cooper's
3: end, a good worker. Yeah, he's, he's yeah he's, he sells he'll do the him. job.
1: Yeah, I did. I do have downloaded in Fire Pro from even before we did this a uh, Dale Cooper. <laughs> Great. Glad.
0: <laughs> I I'm f-
1: I'm forgot what his, uh, fucking finisher is. I need to look that up afterwards.
2: <laughs> uh, but he starts talking to Renette once they finally get the stool situation settled. And, uh, Renette, you know, signals that she's, like, mentally here. She yeah. hears him, you know. Yeah. She can kind of, like, blink to acknowledge his words. And, uh, he explains that they're trying to find, you know, the man that hurt her, and they're gonna show her some sketches. And first, they just show her—it's Leo, right?
0: Yes, yes.
3: The yeah, first one is supposed to be Leo. That's not Leo, but sure. It, yeah, it's not a very it's, good drawing of Leo. No,
1: for they've got him like at a hospital, like you can just like sit, like sit there and. They can probably also get a
2: photograph of him.
1: Yeah, it's not a thing like with Bob, where it's like, we only have, like, vague descriptions of him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, And Renette's just
2: like, no, no, that's that's nobody. Uh, And then Cooper shows her the sketch of Bob.
1: and And she's like, oh,
2: that dude's weird looking. Yeah, she, like, flies into a fit. It's like she's having a seizure overseeing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um feel like this is kind of fucked up a Cooper to do. It is. Yeah. Like, oh, no, hey, this-, this woman just woke up from a coma after being beaten within an inch of her life. Let's just go traumatize her to solve this crime.
1: I, I feel like you know, like this is very uh, similar to what he did with Renette in the first episode. Yeah. Right, where the nurse was trying to tell him to lay the fuck off of
2: her because she's not in a state to answer questions.
1: Yes. And I, I feel like this is um if i'm generous it's like a look at like the cooper that is maybe not as nice as we th- you know think yeah yeah that is this like fbi agent that is you know interested in people but is interested in solving the case
2: right he he wants to know what the truth is he wants to solve the crime and that's that takes priority over other things Yes, it's interesting to go from last episode when he thought he might be dying, talking about how he wishes he was kinder to people, to this almost immediately in the beginning of the next episode.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I also like think that they're just doing this to be like, all right, like this this Bob is like a thing. <laughs> yeah, they, I think they're
3: yeah. just selling it, but yeah. Oh,
2: for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now we know for sure. Yeah,
1: Bob is. The
2: the killer I mean they could have just looked at the credits They could have looked,
3: looked at the credits. credits
2: Yeah it says it right there Killer Bob
1: Dude I hate uh, it when my number
3: one suspect Is Killer Bob
1: <laughs> You just know it's gonna be a tough case At that point He's kind of the worst Wu-Tang member
0: <laughs>
3: I don't know enough about Wu-Tang To continue this joke
2: <laughs> I don't either but nope, I did enjoy funny. it on it's own Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, We cut to one of the many non plumes of uh, Wu Tang member. I forgot which one it is at the moment. Uh, It's Killer B. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, We cut back to the Great Northern in Ben's office,
2: where him and Jerry have both the real ledger. Should I wait for that to go by? Uh, so, yeah, we're back at the Great Northern in Ben's office, um, where Ben has both, uh, the real ledger from the mill and the fake one that Catherine doctored, and him and Jerry are trying to talk through which one they should burn and which one they should keep as the real ledger. Because
3: they gotta burn one.
2: Yeah, yeah. And they're just kind of talking in circles, trying to figure out, well, okay, so... And it's,
1: it's the bit you did at the beginning. It's the
2: bit I did at the beginning, where Jerry is just like... Frustrated, but also just kind of bemused at the idea that really either option could work just as well. Because, uh, like, if they keep the one that like shows the mill's doing fine, then, you know, that will have better land value. If they keep the one that says it's slowly declining, then that will hold up to scrutiny in the future. And, like, you know, which one they pick will affect what payout they have to give Josie. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, well, depending on how one looks at the situation, it appears as if uh, they both have merit.
3: And then they decide, uh, fuck it, let's just have some marshmallows. (laughs) They do say, fuck it, let's have some marshmallows.
1: Yeah. Where are those hickory sticks? Ben, where are them hickory sticks at? (laughs) (laughs) It's so good.
2: It's so good. And yeah, also, before the marshmallows come out, Jerry just has a little pig made of cheese that he's cutting slices off with a pocket
3: knife. But he's also just taking bites out of it. He's also just saying, "Why, yeah? Why does he have the knife? <laughs> why not have a knife?" You
1: know what? <laughs> Fair. I've just held a knife before. Uh huh. Yeah, cut- he just always has to be eating something weird. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We
2: cut to Andy having more problems with tape than any man has ever had. <laughs> so fucking
1: funny. This episode, like. They turn Andy into, like, season 10 Homer Simpson. <laughs> you know, maybe a touch. They're like, what if he was, like, the dumbest man alive? He's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> leave him alone. <laughs> no, I'm not going to leave him alone.
0: <laughs> He's the best. Look how much tape he has on his head. His hands he are. He's got the stupid one on his forehead.
2: Yeah, his hands <laughs> are completely covered in tape. He's got a big piece of tape on his forehead going to his hair. He's just trying to tape up a sign, so- like a <coughs> sign they, <coughs> they printed out. Have up. you seen this man? It's of, like uh, he's the, just sitting there. The sketch of Bob. Uh, yeah, Major Briggs is just sitting at the counter, just watching this, in a combination. Le- he seems. Sort of amused and also sort of bewildered that this could be giving anybody this hard of a time.
1: Like really? Yes. Yeah, this, this is what's going I, on? Okay. I, I don't like Andy in this app.
3: Oh, I, he's so good. I,
2: I I enjoyed the comedic stylings of Andy in this app.
3: When he goes I, I back to this... the, when he goes back to the fucking police station and they told him he was sterile. He's like, I thought that meant that I didn't have to take baths anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, like, that just doesn't work for me. Fuck, man! <laughs> it's just, like, turning him into, like, a cartoon character.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. I, I can see that perspective, even if, uh, if I'm more on Molly's side on this. Uh, Margaret, the log lady, comes in and uh, sits down next to Major
1: Briggs. It's just interesting, because I am, like, at like just as fascinated, like, really, this is the way why well, you're, like, you're, like, oh, this is... Su- Best of season two here, baby. (laughs) You're looking at me the way Major Briggs is looking at Andy. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. uh, I will say this is not the best of season two, but I do like. I I know. I'm just like you know.
1: Yeah. No. No. no, I get you. I get you. Um. Like I, I like when I was like thinking about this earlier today. I was like, I guess it's gonna be a shorter episode. (laughs) Uh.
3: (laughs) No, sorry. This is cinema top to bottom. I do agree it's cinema top to bottom. I'm sorry to say. <laughs>
1: uh, it's okay. Not all cinema's good. <laughs> <oof>. Damn. Jesus. <laughs> the knives, they're out. Hey. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. you, you can, I, I, I did the, like, knifing motion. You can't see it. <laughs> Uh, Norma
2: comes up to Margaret and is like, hey, don't fucking spit your gross gum everywhere in my restaurant,
3: please. <laughs> she's like, God
2: Does damn it. Does she
1: swallow the gum after this? No,
3: because she's she stops for a while, and at the end of the scene, she starts chewing again. Yeah, she just tucks the gum into her cheek yeah. to drink
1: her coffee. Okay. She that put that it away sucks. for a minute. <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah, she immediately starts going in with coffee, and I'm like, mm. Mm. <laughs> That's no good. That's no good. Uh Briggs offers her sugar
2: and Margaret like defensively puts a hand over her coffee. How like, dare no, you. don't you fucking dare. How dare you? Uh but Margaret is here because her log has a message for Major Briggs. Yes. Who unlike Cooper is completely respectful and treats the log, you know, just accepts what Margaret is saying and doesn't look at her side like I, you know. Askew. I love Major Briggs. Yeah. Uh huh. Remember when this dude hit his son in the first thing? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Really turned around from that first couple
1: really episodes. Really come around. Yeah. Yeah. I-, I noticed that someone on the Discord was like, "I don't understand why you like Bobby because <laughs> he's like repulsive to me." I mean, he, he was yes. to start, but
2: I,
3: yeah, you know, he's he's getting better. He's Working on it. He's uh, he's kind of bad. He's kind of back to bad in this one, but. But a different kind of bad. Different kind of bad. This
2: is him trying and failing in this episode. Yes. Uh, but yeah, the log tells Major Briggs to deliver the message, and uh, Briggs... He's like, you know what? I do, in fact, know what that means. I know exactly what your log's talking about. Shit, I gotta sit here and have a think. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> There's a fly buzzing around Lucy. That's just classic TV stuff, That's right just there. Classic TV. You just play a fly sound effect while someone looks around confused. Yeah. You can get a whole episode of Breaking Bad out of that. Hell yeah, you can. It's a
1: great <laughs> fucking episode. People who don't like that episode are fools. Are there people that don't like that episode? Yeah, like there are people who like it. Like it doesn't like mean anything. Like, bro, it's the what are you what? Like they're just chasing a fly. It's like, oh, no, I get it. Not. <laughs> you you like fully don't understand like. Symbolism and like anything that is not shown to you on camera.
2: I am, I am so mad at the mere suggestion that that type of person exists. I'm worried. I yelled, "No, they're not so loud." My neighbor's gonna knock on my door.
1: <laughs> um, it's not surprising that that uh, was made by Ryan Johnson. Yeah, yeah. And then that exact same type of person <laughs> would get mad at him again. That's true.
0: Well. What are you going to do?
2: Andy is pacing around outside as Lucy is dealing with his fly, And eventually he comes in. He's still got that tape on his face. Yeah. And he confronts Lucy, who doesn't want to talk to him after, you know, what happened before. Uh, But he tells her that the doctors told him he is sterile. Which, like Molly said, he originally thought meant that he didn't have to take (laughs) baths anymore. Now,
3: no, you forgot the first part. Oh, what's up? Where when the Tacoma Sperm Bank was looking for donors, he knew he had to because he loved whales. I missed the part
1: where he said he loved whales. Yeah. I'll admit that's a good bit. bit! (laughs) I do not like the the, the further, like, the character uh, changes, maybe, but... That's a good bit. Uh huh. Uh huh.
3: This is just what he's like after the fucking law or after the fucking plank hit him, Ashley. Okay, you're gonna have to come to terms with that. <laughs> he has massive brain damage. Yes. <laughs> you saw and how
2: nobody's talking around? about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh but he uh yeah, what he wants to know is how Lucy has managed to get pregnant when her boyfriend uh can't impregnate people.
1: I I was right.
2: Again. Lucy, Lucy might have done something wrong.
1: Damn. I, I will, yeah, like, uh you, Luke and Molly, you know, Luke, again, <laughs> yeah, don't trust what he says. <laughs> Wait, what did I, did I? I'm pretty sure, like, you guys were saying, like, oh, it's because he isn't, like, ready to be a dad yet.
3: Right, right. I don't know if I committed to that, but sure, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. Sure. It, it wasn't as... I just knew like, she was pregnant, that's all. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, like, as big a line in the sand as the Leo one, but... No, no, no. I was like, I think that this, like, means that there's a reason why, like, Lucy being pregnant is surprising to him. Right, And right. that she may have been with another person. Yes. Uh, she is clearly shaken
2: by this news, and she leans up to Andy, and he leans down. He thinks they're gonna kiss, which seems like a weird
3: assumption. It <laughs> is a weird assumption.
1: Especially when, like, you're mad at her? Yeah. Yeah,
2: you're mad at her, she's mad at you, why do you think kissing is a good thing to do at well, that's this how point? you make up with people. Yeah. Uh, and she rips the no, tape out of his hair. No, that's how you make out hair. with people. <laughs> I've heard it both ways.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but instead she, yeah, just rips the tape out of his hair, and he just kinda walks off.
1: Well, and then she shuts the the glass on him.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we finally see Sheriff Truman's office, where he's got a deer head mounted with a sign that said, the buck stopped here.
1: Yes. Pretty good.
2: Uh, he didn't
1: actually shoot that buck. That's just a novelty story. Yes, thing. 100%. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, but, yeah, um... Domino's here. Yeah.
2: And- Hank's here with his... Like pervert domino keychain
1: Yeah I I wanted to say Hugh but I knew it was wrong So I feel (laughs) like I get some credit He makes fun of uh, Harry for like the tiny Buck that he mounted on his wall Harry Truman hates Hank so Fucking much He hates him so much More than he hates Uh Albert Yeah absolutely
2: uh, and Hank knows that he can just troll the ever-loving shit out of Harry by doing nothing, Yeah, basically. but he's, doing, he's done nothing. He's like, all right, all right, Hank, why don't you just sign your fucking pa- pa- parole form and get the fuck out of my office. Be and a Hank, good little boy for another week. Yeah. Get the fuck out of my office. And Hank just kind of, like, shittily half-scribbles on probably the wrong
3: spot of the form. I think he just writes an H. <laughs>
2: But he's like holding the wrong side of the
3: pen.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It just—I just got reminded of uh, the time that uh, they showed like a wrestling contract, and Triple H just drew three H's. <laughs>
2: yeah. I like that after Hank leaves, Harry whips the file open to look at what he wrote, even though he was watching him write a shitty H on it. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Cooper, with his powers of deduction, realizes, oh, you two used to be buddies, and now you're not, huh? Well, that's, that's a bummer. Hank used to be a bookhouse boy, but he turned to the dark side. It's true. Damn. Can't believe it. Can totally believe it. Yeah.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> uh, ben calls up the sheriff's department to report that Audrey has been missing for a couple days now.
1: He is so casual about it. It's
2: like, hey, yeah, my daughter went missing.
1: Yeah. Ah, I don't know. For a couple days or something. <laughs> yeah. Not like I care. Mm-hmm. Might have fucked her. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Listen, That was a weird night. I think you were there. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, but after that, yeah, Jerry comes into Ben's office to... He has discovered that... The life insurance policy they took out on Catherine did not get signed, and yep. they do not get the money.
1: Yep. And so he's like, well, that complicates things. <laughs> yep. that's, uh, hey, you know, that's, we gotta take the L on that, I suppose.
3: Can't get him to sign it <sighs> now, cause yeah, she's dead. Yeah, on account on a of she died. A lot of, a lot of saying she's dead with no body in this episode. <laughs> a lot of saying she's dead with no body.
1: I just want her to, like, show up at the end of one episode, like, still smoking with <laughs> <Like> her <laughs> little gun. Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> we have at this point seen multiple different characters get shot and lay down bleeding out and then be fine. Well, not fine, but, you know,
1: survive it. Uh, but Catherine,
2: she's super dead. <laughs> yes. For well, we sure. see,
1: we didn't really... Uh, she's doing like a play right th- right now at the moment, so uh-huh,
2: right. <laughs> that actress is just booked. She's busy. Yeah. Uh, they decide that they need to call up the Icelanders, make sure everything is good to go on their side. And Leland comes in and is like, "Don't worry, I fucking nailed this." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Hey, gentlemen, I believe we need to call the Icelanders and uh, make sure they're on. You know, everything's good still." They're like, "Yep, yeah, we're we're doing that, man." And they find out that uh, the Icelanders are very upset because they heard about the mill fire because Leland called them earlier to tell them, because that's just the moral thing to do.
3: Okay, Leland is a scumbag, I think. I think he's just <laughs> yeah. stupid.
2: <laughs> yeah, we were worried last time, like, uh-oh, Leland might be
1: also evil. No, he's just, yeah, kind of a dipshit. <laughs> also, I feel like, you know, they're Icelandic, but... They would probably hear about the mill burning down. <laughs> yeah, they were in town like less than two days ago. They were in town the night it burned down. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were, tr- they were in Evil Canada. Yeah, but they are like, in Evil that, Canada. That's
3: basically a whole different. I wouldn't. But they were staying the at corner. the inn. Well, they didn't come back that night. They weren't there. So maybe they. That's they, that they did. The they must have just
2: left. left from Evil Canada.
3: Yeah, I guess. It's
2: Yeah, it doesn't really track. Uh, I, I don't know how they thought they were getting away with this one, uh, but they didn't. Uh, Jerry does... Like, after Leland walks away like, I did a good job. <laughs> While well, they're both just furious at him. Yes. Like, ben is... Well... Th- go ahead. Leland sees the, the Bob oh, picture. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. He, he sees the, the wanted poster of Bob. He's like, I fucking the, know the, this guy.
1: This fucking guy doesn't even... He likes the episode and doesn't even remember this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like, no, no, I, I recognize this guy. He lived next to like my parents.
0: Oh, shit. I was just
2: a little boy. I was just a boy. There's, there is some, there is an implication there that is upsetting. Yep. That's a that is a phrase you generally only use when you are
1: talking about something awful that happened to you as yep. a boy. Yep. Uh, I was also. Going to say that it turns out this is time travel. Now we know why Luke really loves Twin Peaks.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, is somebody gaming?
1: I am not I'm, gaming. I'm gaming. Damn! The gamer oh, 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 alarm
2: oh. has been set off.
1: I I, I was gaming because was like eh, I'm the one editing it, so <laughs> <All right. laughs>
2: I mean I am holding a PlayStation 4 controller, but that's to navigate the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I suppose, you know, in a grand sense, hey, aren't we all aren't gaming? Aren't we all gaming? So true. <laughs> uh anyway. But yeah, no, like, especially when we know that Bob is like wanted for rape and murder.
3: Yeah, not great to hear Leland Leland's go, oh, reaction I know
2: this to guy. remembering yeah. seeing this guy. Yeah, it it implies some things.
1: Yep. Also, uh, the other way, way this could go that I thought it would just be very funny is just, oh, this guy!
2: <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, hang, we we hung out. Oh, yeah, Bob, you know.
3: He oh. had a foosball, foosball table in his basement. All the
2: kids yeah. hung out at Bob's oh.
3: house. Oh. <laughs> basement. Well, can't do this. Yeah, <laughs> nope, you're, you're, you're going back to where, where we didn't want to be. Basement made to look
1: like an Applebee's. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, as he just leaves, like I gotta go tell the cops about this. Anyway, I did a good job of the Iceland stuff. Bye. Uh, ben and Jerry are just
1: furious, and Jerry's like, "Is this real, Ben,
2: or some kind of dark, twisted
1: dream?" Uh, and uh, Ben is like, "Kill him,
2: please, please kill Leland. I'm begging you."
1: Um, and we don't know how serious he's being on that one. Yes, yeah. I, th- I, I think
3: he might want him murdered.
1: Yeah. he At least in this moment he does. Maybe he will
2: cool off, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think if there was a gun on Ben's table, <laughs> oh, yeah, he would have shot it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fucked up.
2: Uh, Doc Hayward is talking to Shelly about Leo, who is in a coma. And uh, is explaining, like, he is in really bad shape, but he is stable. He's gonna survive. We don't know if he's gonna wake up or not. It's kind of just uh, a waiting game at this point.
1: Yep. Yeah. And they're like, well, he is wanted for so many crimes. A lot of yeah. crimes. They and they're like, well, it's kind of like he's in prison now. It kind of is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shelley clearly. Just I'll- that, like, news article from a while ago where it's like, oh, we can now make it so that people feel like they've been in prison for, like, a you know, generations. Yeah, when really,
2: it's only been an hour. Oh, God. Like, why would, why would you want that? <laughs> yes,
1: we just want to, like, really, like, outright state uh-huh. uh, that uh, we're, we just see prison as a way to, like, fuck over people's lives forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shelly, obviously, a lot of very intense,
2: conflicting emotions, and Doc Hayward kind of uh, ushers her away as she starts crying, and neither of them see reflected in the mirror above Leo's bed that his eyes are starting to flutter open.
3: It's very subtle. It's very subtle. Yeah, I was I was like expecting it to be like pretty clear, but uh-huh. it wasn't. Yeah, no, it is. It is just like he's sort of blinking
2: a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's it's not like the full on like look to the camera. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I was kind of expecting that.
2: Yeah, it is more like oh, there is a hint of some kind of life here.
1: Uh, you mentioned it, and so then I I looked it up the SNL bit on Twin Peaks. Oh yeah, I I didn't watch all of it because why would I? Sure, because <laughs> SNL uh-huh. even in, at its best is too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it also it Kyle McLaughlin was get a hosting. Right, right, right. So he plays Agent Cooper. Yeah. Um I think Chris Farley is, is Leo. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Which is weird. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and like Phil Hartman is Truman. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but like yeah, like the whole thing is like, oh Leo, like um You know, he confessed that he, he he's the one that murdered Laura. And uh Cooper's just like Well, that's really going to narrow it down, but we need to keep looking. (laughs) Right. I was like, all right, I get the joke of this. (laughs) Uh
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Lucy gets a phone call from somebody who won't tell her their name, so she hangs up on them.
3: Lucy, not a great call. No. Also, how do you know that Donna came in when she looked like that, but you can't tell it's Leland calling you? Yeah, yeah. Nobody ever says it's Leland. I just know it's Leland. No, yeah, that yeah. makes sense that it's Leland. I was about to say, like, oh, hey, we, they never actually
2: circle back around to this, do they? But, yeah, it would make sense to be Leland.
3: Because he says, I have to go call the sheriff. And the next scene right, and is,
2: yeah, like the, the next sheriff. scene yep, is... Yep. <laughs> yep. No, nope, you're totally right. So, interesting that Leland really wanted that to be anonymous. To the point yeah, where he know. would rather stay anonymous than give the info. Well,
1: as the thing that we were just discussing around, talking yes. around... Yes. Maybe he does not want to talk about that... openly. Totally. Definitely, definitely.
3: Or perhaps this is the devil...
1: Or perhaps, or perhaps he is the devil. Uh-huh.
2: Um anyway, uh we're back at one-eye jack's now.
1: Yes. Audrey Horde's like, I'm gonna fucking kill this. <laughs> yeah, uh baddest narrator. This guy's name? She did not kill this.
2: <laughs> well, you know, she kills it in this scene and she didn't yeah. think it through past that.
3: No. She's
2: and not. She a was thinker. like, Yeah, like
1: I I've I've done this and now to do nothing off camera. <laughs> To not follow through up at all. (laughs) Uh, The
2: guy from Horn's department store that uh, is recruiting the girls is... Badis. I think that's his name. Uh, He's just having, you know, uh, a spa
1: day. A nice relaxing (laughs) vacation day. (laughs) Shout out to my man. He he has, like, one of those kinks that they always have in, like, TV shows. Right, where it's, like, eight different kinks that have nothing to do with each other. (laughs) Yeah, and, like... And like Like just like Basically look at the camera Like isn't this silly Isn't this ridiculous Sure Yeah 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 He is like Laying on
2: a Like a chaise lounge His feet are tied up He's barefoot They have uh Like given him a pedicure um, And
1: painted his toenails My favorite version of that Is from the uh Movie I Want to Hold Your Hand Uh huh Where like a guy Orders a sex worker And he just goes Oh uh, yeah Bitch you gonna make me a sandwich <laughs> Uh, and then the next thing, she is just like kind of confusedly applying mayo to him. <laughs> and he's like, I'm a sandwich. God. God. <laughs>
2: uh, his hands are also bound and like tied to the ceiling. Uh, he's got a like sleep mask on to blindfold him. There's a, someone
1: just vacuuming. And then there's just a, a lady in a cowboy, like a sexy cowboy outfit vacuuming. She's got a great look. <laughs> she's got a great look. She's not like rocking like, the playing card get up. No. no, But she's looking great. Uh-huh. I
3: have to imagine this is an outfit specifically requested. Uh, 100%. Yeah.
1: Yes. He, he, wrote,
0: he, a in, like, he
3: in this room to vacuum.
1: Uh-huh. He wrote this in the other section of the,
2: the check sheet. Yeah. And then another girl is coming uh, with a bucket of ice, presumably
3: to just like put on his dick. I guess.
2: Well, it, they, place, they say it's that a...
3: they're gonna put on on his toes. Oh, do yeah. they? Okay, I missed that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 A lot of toe stuff here. Uh huh. Yeah. So mm-hmm. back to David Lynch. Foot, uh, David Lynch, foot freak.
1: I back think Mark back Frost at it again.
3: Look, foot freak. Mark Frost might be a foot freak. Someone's
1: a foot freak. We will. Somebody we will is find a foot, foot freak. freak. Mark Frost got those frosty toes. <laughs> That's true. They do say that. <laughs> That's why they call him Mark Frost. They say, <laughs>
3: <laughs> they, he does say Mr. Frosty.
0: Yeah.
2: Somebody. Uh, Audrey the convinces for the for girl with the ice bucket to let her take over. And then she just, like, silently <laughs> argues with the vacuuming cowgirl to kick her I, out of I, the room. I like
3: how everyone is like, nah, you don't want this. <laughs> you really don't want to do this. Yeah. It's not even fun. Right. She's like, no, 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 I want to do it.
1: You know what? Okay. Fine. Fine. Yeah, you, you fucking put the ice on the weird dude's toes. <laughs> the guy who sold us into sex slavery. <laughs> yeah. Uh.
2: So she turns the vacuum off, which pisses him off, but, you know, he's bound up. He can't do anything. And then she starts strangling him with the vacuum cord <laughs> to interrogate him for information. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which is mostly just confirmation of what she already knew.
1: Yeah, I, I assume that she just wants uh, the information of who runs one Eye Jax. Yeah. Right. Both for confirmation and for him to say it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she also gets confirmation
2: that Laura Palmer was taken here, but she was too wild for One-Eyed Jax and got thrown yeah. out after one weekend.
3: Damn, dude, what did she do? What did she do? She, she stole Blackie's Drugs. heroin, probably.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would that would do it. (laughs) She was on one. Uh, Audrey says her iconic line: "I'm
3: Audrey Horn and I get what I want." Yeah, I guess you will for a minute. What did she Uh think was going to happen here? Is my question? Yeah, like. (laughs) Well, did she think she was getting out of this one by almost killing this guy? I think in her mind, well, any second
2: now, obviously Cooper's gonna kick the door in and save me. Yeah. So I don't really need I, yeah. to worry about my own safety. I just need to get information as fast as I can.
1: Yeah, I, I guess that... Yeah, that does make me feel better about that. Yeah. Just because, like, it seemed like... Like I was, like, saying, like, like like she just kind of just stays there after she's like, fuck yeah, I'm, I'm, I get what I want. Well, we did establish last time that she is kind of, like, trapped here. She can't
2: leave. I think she's also assuming, like... You know, she makes sure Badis understands that she is the daughter of the guy he works for. Yes. And then she thinks that is going to afford her protection, not knowing that Blackie fucking hates her dad.
3: Yeah. yeah. But, the, but the other part is, like, if she does, when she calls Cooper, she just makes it sound like she's going to walk out.
2: That's also true.
3: Yeah. So I, th- yeah. I like, think maybe she could have if she hadn't fucked around. Yeah. yeah. If She fucked around and found out. Um, she did Audrey does out. nothing but
1: fuck around and find out. That's the story of her life. Um but it Yeah, like because in this scene it's not like she's being kept to her room. It's just like she's just like walking around like, "Hey, can I do this? Hey, let me let me help you here." Yeah. "Hey, I saw that guy come in. Do you want me to murder him?" If she had uh-huh. lied with that, they would have agreed.
2: Right. Uh Anyway, we cut to Bobby and Shelley, who <laughs> Shelly put the Twin Peaks soundtrack on on the radio in their car. Bobby's like, "No, I hate this shit. Turn it off."
3: Yeah, damn, uh, Audrey isn't there to turn on the soundtrack anymore. Somebody else has no. to do it.
2: That's true, that's true. That Shelly also likes the soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, Bobby explains that he posed as Leo's cousin to call about how Leo's, like, social security will work now that he is, like, you know, comatose. Yeah. And he's like, hey, well, from now on, you're going to collect, you know, if, if he stays out of prison, you'll get $5,000 a month. That's a lot of money. And she's like, Yeah, but I hate that guy and I don't want him around. Uh, yeah. And he's like, but the
1: money. The
2: money. We can just shove him in a corner. It's fine. He's like not a threat
1: anymore. Yeah. You can hang donuts off of him. Yeah. Oh, Bobby.
3: I understand oh, what you're bobby. saying, but they oh, don't bobby, know. Whether baby, <laughs> bobby, baby, <boobie>, Bobby,
1: booby, bobby, bubby.
3: <laughs> they don't know whether or not he is paralyzed. Uh and also combos don't just last forever.
2: Yeah. The part He's to me that makes me go like, oh, Bobby, in this scene is he keeps emphasizing the money and Shelly's finally like, I mean, I guess it'd be nice not to have to worry about money. We do have a lot of bills. And Bobby's like, bills? <laughs> what? I'm no. a high
1: schooler. I don't think about bills.
2: Yeah, just like a really strong one of, I'm pretty sure these two are the same age or at most a year apart from each yeah. other. But they are very different levels of maturity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like oh no, oh Shelly,
0: <laughs> Shelly yeah, no,
1: yeah like I, listen I like Bobby and I you know think that he is trying but fuck man <laughs> he's trying in a very Bobby way he's he's tr-
3: yeah I mean he's he is trying to get his life paid out for good easy yeah
2: uh-huh. um
3: but also you know not thinking about the consequences of these actions why would you
1: yeah yeah he's eighteen I'm gonna live forever. Yeah. Right.
3: You no, know, five thousand dollars a month. You might. You know. <laughs>
1: listen, in nineteen ninety, no especially nineteen ninety dollars. Yeah, nineteen ninety. I no, now. Now no, I'm all in on Bobby again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: like, listen, Bobby's not making an uncompelling argument. No.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: What's, what's how much money was that? Let's see. If in 1990,
3: 5000 dollars. It probably is not that much more than it is now. $10,000. Uh, never mind. What the fuck? <laughs> man,
1: we're so fucking fucked, bro? man. This sucks. <laughs> we're so fucked, sucks, dude.
2: <laughs> Imagine making
3: $10,000 a month on God. Social Security. That was the other thing. Chris was like, well, that's not. That can't be real. Social Security that, yeah, has also, never paid yes. that much.
2: Right. No. There's no way that's the real number. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Anyway. It, yeah, it's... I also feel like someone, like, watched this and, like, see, this is why we need, need to get rid of Social Security. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Uh, Cooper is in his bedroom. He's in his pajamas. Uh, he's being I mean, a little
3: weirdo. Uh-huh. Being
2: yeah. a little weirdo. He's, talk, he's talking to Diane about how Audrey's missing, and in this moment, he realizes he's not thinking about clues or evidence. He's thinking about, you know... Like, her smile and, like, the yearning in his heart. Like, clearly stuff that is meant to just be teeing up for the Audrey Cooper romance that ends up not happening. <laughs> just coming in and spraying him with, a, like, a bottle. <laughs> yeah, just coming in and bonking him with a bat. That's why Garland's here. Yeah, Garland is here with the spray bottle and the bat. Yes. Uh, yeah, Major Briggs comes in. Turns out the person he was supposed to deliver the message to was Cooper. Yes. Uh, And, yeah, Major Briggs explains that he cannot divulge the nature of his work. It's top secret. But it's aliens. It's aliens. Right. It's 100% (laughs) aliens. Cooper's like, well, yeah, I also work for the federal government. I get it. Uh, And, yeah, what Briggs can say is that uh, his job involves monitoring signals from deep space. Yeah. Uh, They just collect uh, radio waves that uh, are received on
1: Earth, and it is... Pretty much he, all just uh, gibberish, like just yeah, space he, garbage. He keeps on saying that it's gibberish enough where I'm like, it's not gibberish, is it? Yeah, uh-huh. Well, it was. Yeah.
2: I do also, yeah, when Riggs is explaining, like, how he can't explain what his job is, he's like, uh, on a personal level, I disagree with this level of secrecy because I believe a, you know institution that doesn't allow itself that transparency inevitably leads to corruption. But I have made a pledge, and that's sacred
3: and I do work for the United States government who we all know yeah. <laughs> is not corrupt.
2: Right.
1: Yeah, I again the the you know, the two sides of my hand. Right. I don't want to, you know, just always like just love the military and cops, but Yeah. Cooper and the general are both pretty cool here. Yes.
2: Yeah, listen. Yeah, in the within the fiction of the show, this version of the cops is good. It has very little to no resemblance to actual cops. No. Yeah. No. Uh but yeah, uh Briggs pulls out just a big printout of just the random gibberish they get from these deep space signals. But suddenly, around the time Cooper got shot, Uh, the printout wasn't just random characters. It was full words. Look right here where it says, the owls were not what they seem. Damn, dude. What's up with these owls? And here it just says, Cooper, over and over again. What the fuck? All the shit the giant said to Cooper that night turned up to be in these deep space monitors. That's normal. So I guess the giant's an
1: alien. Maybe. Maybe. I said I said that I saw him on Star Trek. That's
0: true. So
3: true. <laughs> These monitors uh Those are monitors. showing deep space 9 every day. <laughs> every day. We that's what we do. We, what we watch, we Star, watch. Trek watch Star Trek every day. We just watch Star Trek.
0: Uh
2: we'll, we can't wait to find out if the, owl, if the owls ain't what they seem then what are they?
3: That's what I want to know. I think the they aliens? think they might just be fucking owls,
1: dude. Oh. But they're not what they seem. Hmm.
3: I don't know.
0: Hmm.
1: Uh, ever since, like, I saw, like, that, like, gif of, like, owls, like, moving their head all weird. Oh, sure. I'm like, that's what every single alien, like, encounter was. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. They're such weird fucking owls. There's
2: so much shit about the world where, like, when you stop and think, like, man, if I was, like, a medieval peasant in 800 A.D., and, like, fucking an earthquake happened, yeah, of course I'm gonna think God's mad at me. How, what else would I yeah, think of yeah. that? there's no
3: other explanation.
2: Like, if, if I don't understand seen an owl tectonics, before how else am I to interpret that moment?
1: Yeah, and, like, an owl, like, I just, like, saw one, and be like, that's fucking not of this earth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so that's,
2: that's some tantalizing mysteries, but who fucking cares? We gotta fucking jam.
3: This is. This is cringe! This is cringe! This is the best fucking thing! This is cringe! James! James, you invited two girls to sing a duet!
1: (laughs) No, this
0: sucks.
3: (laughs) I love this so much. I mean,
1: yes, it sucks. I love it. Yeah, (laughs) no, this is not suck in a good way. This is suck derogatory. I am full on, this sucks complimentary. I am
3: right in the middle of these two. (laughs)
1: I I, I think this is almost, maybe, almost worse than the Andy thing.
2: Oh, shit. What? No. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah, no. uh, They're at uh, Donna's house. James has got uh, his acoustic guitar, and he's got a couple of cool microphones. And uh, Donna and Maddie are sitting on the floor, and James has his uh, guitar. I guess it's not an acoustic guitar. He's got an amp. No, he's got an amp. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I guess he's written himself a little song that he would like them to help him record.
1: Uh. Fucking Archie.
2: About 90% of the lyrics are just him saying, just you and I. Just
3: you and I. That's so true. Just,
2: and he says it in, like, the highest voice.
3: Hi, just my name is James. You. Um, Donna, I would love if you would record backup vocals for me on this track about how much I love you. And uh, Maddie, do you, would you mind tagging in as well? Yeah, yeah. You know, just we need like a chorus. We just you know? yeah, we just yeah, need two yeah. of. Uh, I just need two girls here. I know the lyrics say "just you and I," yeah. but I feel like we need three people to I record this song. properly and I also really don't want you to think about this very hard because uh, <laughs> it's just it's listen, it's just a bit part. Don't worry about it. This is mostly about me and Donna, but I would yeah. love if you, who looked exactly like my dead ex girlfriend, mm-hmm. um, could be there. Thank you. Together forever. It's so good. <laughs>
1: I'm just shaking my head
3: He sucks so bad Why are both of these girls looking at him in love <laughs> Yeah this is the moment Where uh,
2: Maddie starts to fall in love with James Yeah
1: which
3: is, which is just Unexplainable no,
1: I, Yeah I The the tweet that you made about this <laughs> That wasn't just Cringe 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 I did <laughs>
3: post cringe 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 cringe
1: Yeah uh, But then <laughs> The follow up uh, Yeah, heterosexuality is a curse.
3: (laughs) A curse bestowed upon mankind. Yes, I did say that. Uh Yeah, this... I mean, they sang the whole fucking song. It's a log scene. (laughs) Yeah. And then Donna gets up and runs away.
2: Well, yeah, because as the song goes on, uh, Maddie and James exchange more and more meaningful looks. Yeah. And Donna starts to notice that and gets upset and storms off. And, uh, Yeah. yeah, James chases her and Donna just, like, starts aggressively making out with him to try to, like, reassure herself.
1: No, you're still my boyfriend, right? My you're, you're still my boyfriend. Oh, come on. You like me. You like me. Me. I'm Donna. <laughs> I'm hot now,
3: remember? Yeah. I can go get the sunglasses again. I can be that character again
2: <laughs> if you want. I sucked on your finger in jail <laughs> one day ago. Didn't that mean anything? Oh, yeah. When me did James or... get out of jail? I guess. Yeah, today. I guess today. I don't know. The- yeah, no, we saw that because uh, didn't they talk to him? He's like, "Listen, yeah." And then well. he,
1: yeah, he went to. Oh, right, 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 right. He was at the yes, hospital yes. and saw Big Ed, and they hugged. I just thought right, that the
3: implication right. was they were going to take him right back to the jail after he saw Big Ed, mm. because it's, yeah, I guess not because the aunt he's been living with is in a coma, right? Because right. I thought that's what Hawk said. It, it doesn't really matter, but
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, they they didn't really have anything on him. It turned out.
1: Yeah, I uh, mean, like they had drugs on him, but right.
2: Donna and, James like,
1: eh. get... <laughs>
2: Donna and James get interrupted because Harold Smith is calling Donna back. She left a note for him when she tried to see him this morning. Uh, And Maddie was just kind of left
1: alone in the living room. Yeah. And she's just going to have a little freak out. She's just going to have a normal one.
3: Bro, this is scary. She... This,
1: this part's just... I have no complaints. Legit great. Yeah, she looks over, like, just at the other
2: end of the living room where you can sort of see the front door. And you can probably explain this better than I can, actually, but, like, the lens they use makes this room seem huge.
1: Yeah, it... I think it's also, like, the FOV. Yeah, yeah. And... Yeah, it's just, like, a very locked-off, like, camera setup that is, like, obviously supposed to be... Her point of view Right, and all of a sudden Bob walks in from around a corner And he's very small in the frame at first Um, but yeah, like, they are Very Good about, like, you know Sometimes the thing that's scariest is The unknown and, like, you know Not knowing where something is coming from Not saying something on screen until it's too late Yeah And this is a case where Seeing all of this is the scariest thing possible.
2: Yeah, It's we fucked up when list. a guy looks at you. <laughs> it's fucked up when a guy looks at you. Even more and fucked up when he keeps getting closer to you while he looks at you. That's fucked. Yes. I hate that. Yeah, the the, the climb over the couch yeah, is... Yeah, he just starts walking towards the camera. He climbs up over the couch, and, like, Maddie is just paralyzed in fear as he just gets closer and closer until he's, like, mashing his face into the camera lens, practically.
3: It's so and
2: scary. And then he just
1: breaks down screaming. And they're like, hmm, weird. Maddie, you need to get the fuck out of there. You have, like, a life that you need to, like, go do. Hey, Maddie, you good? (laughs) Like, listen, I know that you want to solve this mystery. You need to go. Yeah, yeah. But not just because
3: of Bob, but because you're falling in love with James, and I think you could do a lot better. Right, Uh uh-huh. Because, yeah, we were talking last time, like, hey, the Palmer house... Is
2: just way too fucking haunted. They're not at the Palmer House right no. now, and shit like that's happening. Yeah, like, yeah. It is just like whatever, like Bob or whatever has like latched on to Maddie at
3: this point, and it's not good. It's following her around.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah like that's like the actual thing is like yeah, no, she's just fucked. <laughs> uh huh. Um, I still,
2: it's a similar thing to what they've done with Bob in the past, where like. Like you were saying, Ashley, it's a very, like, locked-in shot. The camera doesn't move at all. It is just this one shot. Bob always just feels like he doesn't exist in, like, space. He exists in this camera shot. Yes. Like, they did the same thing in the original Dream sequence with him, where, like, he's hearing the narration, and he's, like, looking at the edges of the frame, trying to figure out where it's coming
1: from. Like, he just exists on film. Yes, it... It looks like that if you, like, were to move your head slightly, he would disappear. Yeah, But if yeah. you catch, like, if you're catching just the right light, he's there. Right. Uh, yeah, extremely scary. It's, yeah, it's real fucked up. Um, and, you know, we were talking about this last, you know, that, like, maybe you can just make scary stuff just through sheer good filmmaking and not... <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, having people with uh non-typical bodies, <laughs> right? Yeah.
3: Uh-huh. Well, I mean, like, yes, but also, I don't even think those that stuff's supposed to be scary. It, it's just like a freak yeah. show thing that they want you to look at. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, yeah. I guess the thing is like with the the one arm man spit was supposed to be like, Duh yeah, no, definitely. oh yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, for for that second, but then it's like, check out this freak.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, I will say, uh, kind of tangential to this. um, When I was looking up stuff about like um, Hawk and like you know stuff folks have written about how the show treats you know indigenous characters and like Native American culture and stuff. uh, A point that was kind of made is that like Frank Silva was not uh, an indigenous actor. I think he was Puerto Rican but he does have like notably darker skin than most of the cast and he's got like long hair and he's you could kind of argue he's sort of coded that way. And he is like a weird monster that stalks and rapes white w- girls, you know. And it's like, yeah, that's not yeah. There's something oh, yeah, there okay. that's like a little, eh.
3: Yeah, I guess I could see that.
2: Yeah. You no, know, it's not that like, oh well, and that and that's why it's bad and problematic. But like, but yeah, no, it, it's there's definitely there's a way to take it that is not great.
1: Yeah. Uh, Cooper I was, is having
2: another dream This one, yeah. no no new footage It's just, like, a bunch of shots of that we've seen already But, you know, just sort of put in different contexts
3: Yeah mm-hmm.
1: I was just about to say, I was, I was watching, like, a, a Turner Classic movie thing Because, of course Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, And Dr. Jacoby, like, the actor who plays Dr. Jacoby came up Uh-huh, yeah, yeah uh, To, uh, like, talk Hamlin. about, like, he was, like, a child actor, apparently Uh-huh And it's just like, hey, hey that, is, guy. Is that guy. Uh that
2: guy. I really like this shot. You know, speaking of how they frame Bob again uh, in Cooper's dream, where it is just Bob walking in like a black void, but he's too blurry to make out any details about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's cool. Yeah. Uh, you see the shot of him at Laura's bed and they superimpose an owl over his face. So I guess he's the I owls. guess he's the owls. I don't know. Yeah.
1: It, it's, it, it's another very goofy special effect. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, and yeah. And I don't know if it necessarily works as, <laughs> like, making it creepier. It definitely doesn't work uh, to the degree that, like, the carpet stain one did. Yes.
2: Uh, but then Cooper gets woken up by a phone call from Audrey, who is panicked and wanting to know why he's not there. And he's like, hey, Audrey, I don't know what's going on, but you need to cut the shit and come home. Yeah hmm Uh, and she manages to
1: mention that she saw him in a tuxedo. Yep. Yeah, she she is like obviously thinking that she's just about to escape because she's not like, I'm at one eye jacks. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Like, no, I am in a lot of trouble, but I'm gonna go home now. It's gonna be okay. I got some good info. Uh and then Blackie hangs up the phone on her. Yep. And her and Badis are here and just like, Hey, you fucked up.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, you you have You've done you it bad. You've you've found out now.
2: Yeah, no good. You you really goofed this one, Audrey. Yeah. And that's where we
3: leave this episode. Damn, dude. The cinema.
2: Mm-hmm. Cinema. The cinema. David Lynch only directs two more episodes of this show. Is this one of them? Yeah. Oh, well, uh. Yeah, this like he directed this one, and then there's going to be two more he does.
3: Okay. Yeah. Well, just the way you said that, I wasn't sure if it was him or not.
2: No, no, yeah, yeah. Th- th- this one was, was David Lynch. Um, yeah, he's going to direct the episode where the killer is revealed, and he's going to direct the finale.
3: Uh, No, the guy who we were talking about earlier, the Asian man, is simply listed as Asian man in the credits.
0: Mm.
2: Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I'm racking my brain trying to remember if he ever gets a name. He might not.
0: That's you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um
3: Also Austin nah, Jack Austin. Lynch just listed as little boy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was so going to ask if uh he directs any of the third season. Uh
2: David Lynch directs all of the third season.
3: I was going to say I okay. assume that's all him.
1: Yeah, uh, I I was like not yeah. 100% sure
2: if <laughs> Yeah, like, the original show has a lot of different writers and directors. Uh, season three is nobody but Frost and Lynch. Yeah. Smart? Yeah.
1: Um. <laughs> Frost and Lynch, my favorite uh, buddy cop TV show. <laughs> I heard Jeff Gersman got fired over that. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, no, uh, when talking about Twin Peaks season three, David Lynch said something that will uh, make Molly his enemy for life when I tell her what it is, which is he said... I don't really think of it as a season of TV. I think of it more like an eighteen-hour-long movie.
1: <laughs> oh, so we're all we're watching all at once, <laughs> right? Yeah,
3: yeah. You have to you have to watch it all in one sitting. Oh uh-huh. my <laughs> god! <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> he I, listen the the show is great. Don't get me wrong, but he sounds like sure. one of the most pretentious cinema guys in history. <gasps>
2: He's got a little bit of that in him, for sure. I think what he meant by that was that, like, they scripted and planned out the entire thing in advance, as opposed to a TV show where you kind of go episode TV's by episode.
1: Weird. Yeah. Yeah, TV's kind of weird.
3: Yeah, I, I kind of, like, understand the idea like, of why you would say that. Like, they script and
2: then broke it up, as opposed to writing 18 scripts, yeah, you yeah, know?
3: Yeah, I, I, I get the concept, but also shut up.
1: Shut up. You wrote a TV <laughs> show, shut the fuck up. You wrote a TV up. show, Relax chill it's not that good like this is just what modern television is yeah yeah
3: that's a yeah i i wouldn't call game of thrones one you know a season of television it's just a 10 hour movie that it's you have to movie. sit through
1: <laughs> we only got one question all right what's the question uh, this is from uh mike Cosmono. uh what do you think what happens to the average Twin Peaks citizen if they listen to literally even one single up-tempo song? Instant <sighs> death. Well, we, know, I mean, we, we saw it. it ha- it's Leland. Yeah, Leland listens to up-tempo, like, you know, trumpet stuff. Become yeah. The devil. yeah, that's what happens. Like big, big band music. <laughs> they only listen to up-tempo when they're d- irrevocably broken.
3: <laughs> when you're either the saddest you've ever been... Or supernaturally happy and also your hair is broken forever. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> or you've just murdered someone. Or you've just <laughs> murdered a
3: man. Uh-huh. You gotta listen to something up tempo after that. <laughs> Andy got home from shooting Chuck Reneau and just put a
1: Highway Star on full volume. <laughs> I am the Highway Star. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: That's it. <laughs> All right. That's it
3: for questions, great. Great. The cinema.
2: dust cinema. Uh,
3: da Luke, cinema. find you on the internet?
2: You can find me on Twitter at ssj speed racer. You can find other shows that I do on audioentropy such as Eidolon on Playtest, which is in the middle of its big old season finale right now. It's true. It's a,
1: it's good shit. You should listen to it. You should. Actually, you can find me at Yuri librarian with an underscore Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. You can also find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. You've actually,
3: you have Ashley,
2: your
1: fucking, fucking
0: money. money.
3: When you hear this episode, I believe uh, it will be just a day after Ashley's birthday. So you have to pay her money. You gotta, you got. You have to give her money. So if you haven't already, go for it. Do it. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at your friend ER. You could find me at audio I need mayo.com. You can find me at the secondbestgame.club. And I think that's all the stuff I do. You go to audioentropy.com, hit that donate button in the upper hand corner, give us a little bit of money for the website, just for the hosting. Thank you everybody uh, for doing that. Tell your friends about our good ass podcast we make for you every fucking week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Rate it five
3: stars only. Good. That's it. Five stars everywhere you go.
1: Uh, Uh, and yeah, it's on you can rate us on Spotify now. So so true. So rate us
3: on Spotify. Like if you're, but also if you're listening to podcasts on Spotify and you don't have like work reasons like Ashley does, like what are you doing?
1: Yeah, no, like like what's going on here? I I have Spotify out of necessity. (laughs) Go yeah, go get go get
3: a podcatcher.
1: It's
3: not that hard. Don't pay Spotify. Do not.
1: Unless Spotify, unless. They fired Joe Rogan and week get it—the deal. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. If they start paying us,
3: give them whatever you want. But like, Absolutely. but until then, do not. Right. Anyway, that's all. Or at least not for podcasts. <laughs> um, Ashley, get
1: us out of here. Until next time. Damn fine podcast.